This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Howdy, everybody, and thanks for joining us. Why are you always instantly laughing when I do that? I know. I don't know. Hello, everybody. I got to be more serious. Tana doesn't like this. Hello, no, it's everybody. great. Thanks for joining us. It's Talking good. In your microphone. Tan, Tan's got a new microphone because she's once yes. again on location. So you I got to be more careful and more in front of it. We sound distant now. So I wonder okay. if you're on the, uh, you're actually on your microphone or if it got shifted off in the process. The, um, you gotta switch I think back it's to on. One. Yeah, get back I think to it's one. on. All right. Talking. It is. It, talking it, it is. I'm talking, talking. One, two, three. Oh, boom. There you are. You're okay. Back. Anyways, and now that we've solved that problem, thanks for joining us. This is Mike and Tana with The Wealth Puzzle. We uh, focus on retirement income planning, helping people figure out all those hard decisions mm -hmm. on, hey, I've accumulated money, I've saved, I've worked hard my whole life. But right, right, I was like, I think I had a little stroke when I said all that. I just kind of... Rife. Rife. Um, I hope you've had a nice rife and life. Um, but how do you take all the puzzle pieces? How do you put them together? Yes. the wealth puzzle. And how do you make the picture look pretty? How do you have income? How do you not mm -hmm. pay too much tax? How do you uh, defend against long-term care and too many expenses? And what about paying off the mortgage? And should you have your money in stocks or bonds or mutual funds or in an annuity? So many things to talk about. Yes. Okay. So this has been a, a um, uh, what's the best word? An evolutionary week for me when it comes to our podcast. So we got a lot of podcast people, right? They listen to the podcast. Mm -hmm. We've been doing this for years. Remember, in the old days, we were on the radio. We used to be on AM 1590 KVTA. Woohoo! Little shout Fancy. out. In the, in the old days, the classics. Went to the podcast. The, earlier this year, we finally switched over to making video content for all the people to watch the show. Mm -hmm. So you could see the chart, see the article, see the things that we're talking about. So please, if you're not doing that, subscribe to YouTube where you can watch us, or you can also go to rumble.com and also subscribe to our channel there, The Wealth Puzzle. But it's funny. So my brother, I got to talk about my brother here. I, gotta, I, <laughs> I, I digress. I digress. So the other day I'm talking to my brother. My brother is, for clarity, um, he watches some of these shows, so hopefully he doesn't see this. He's kind of a computer nerd. And he, he works for Broadcom. You've probably heard of that. It's a monster multinational global company. And what he does, only heaven knows, because I don't understand it. All I know is I talk to him and he'll be like, hang on, I'm on with my team in Malaysia. Like, you know, we're, we're installing data center. Like, you know, it all sounds very fancy, kind of mission impossibly. Um, but what's cool about my brother, Nick is his name, um, who is much taller than me. He, um, Tana, don't <laughs> go there. The um, <laughs> what's funny about him though is he's a tech guy. He watches a lot of YouTube, a lot of a lot of this kind of stuff. And the other day, I said, you know, what do you think of the YouTube show? I know you've been watching the show. What do you think of it? And he's like, honestly, my God, crud. Here we go. Honestly, <laughs> what does honestly mean? And he said, you know, it's pretty amateur looking. And <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. 
I said, but I thought I had a cool intro video. He said, no, the problem is, is you have to realize all of your videos that you're loading. See, I thought I was doing all of my viewers and listeners a service by putting in the date and then the wealth puzzle and then the name of the show. And he's like, all videos load in chronological order with the date. You put in the date there. It's really weird. They're all on the wealth puzzle channel already. They already know that. Why you put by the time the, the thing gets cut off, the only thing you're cutting off in the viewing pane of someone's window is the actual title of the show. All they see are these weird dates in the wealth puzzle. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I thought I was like, you know, public service here. I'm, I'm going to make this easy for people. Here's the newest one. And here's what it is. And there's no confusion to what we're doing. Turns out I've, I've turned it into amateur hour. <laughs> Hence. Why you talk to professionals, right? Right. You know, we're working on a, it. I am amateur hour. So um, I through a immense amount of embarrassment from my brother. I am going to go in and clean up all of that stuff for people when I find some free time. So it might never Which happen. Just never. <laughs> yeah, it might never happen. It might happen. I don't know. We can just There's, do better going forward. Yes. Oh, that would, you yeah. know, geez, it's like New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I'm going to go to the gym. So. The gym of cleaning up Never. YouTube titling on my shows. But yeah, anyways, hey, thanks for joining us. Obviously, as usual, we like to talk for many, many minutes and waste your time on nothing. And here we are once again. The uh, So a couple quick updates. So we got some things to talk about today. We're going to get down to business. Um, everybody knows I like to kind of do my economic updates. One of the things that we talk about quite a bit is I love going to the Atlanta Federal Reserve's website where they're using high-frequency data. They're tracking real-time GDP. Remember, GDP is important. It's kind of the uh, it's the total of all of our goods and services in the country. It, in, it, the equivalence, not that it's an equivalence, but a conceptual equivalence is when you when you deal with your own personal finances, think about like your own expenses and your own income, right? A very simple kind of cash flowy thing. Mm-hmm. Same idea with the government. We want the government to have a lot of GDP. It's kind of like their income is higher. It's kind of like their cash flow is higher. It helps offset well, expenses and debts. Mm-hmm. And so uh, here, let me pop it up on the screen real quick here. But what do we got? So GDP now, uh, they've updated as of July 2nd, and it's teasing 8%. So it's come down a little bit, but still, perspective is huge. Remember, right. We used to pray for 2% GDP annualized. We're sitting at 8%. It's incredible. <laughs> this quarter will probably end up being over 7% annualized. Last yeah. quarter was 6.4. This is going to be the biggest GDP year in like 40 years or something. Um, now, granted, it's, it's funny. It's, um, it's, you know, it visually looks really cool. But remember, we had to go through a really bad something to get to this really good something. The, um, the numbers, I think, were quantified even further in last week's job numbers, right? So non-farm payrolls for June came out. 850,000 jobs created, right? Woo-hoo, this is incredible. We're springing back. You see the little pretty chart there on the screen. What happened, uh, let's see, last year? Oh, jobs went straight down and then they've been grinding back up. Now, honestly, it's funny because I have to be a devil's advocate. I, I certainly watched <laughs> the president last week give his, his press release on this and talking about how awesome this is, which it is. They've created three, th- 3 million jobs this year. That's all awesome. I just thought it was kind of funny how everybody takes credit for that because everybody literally went on to unemployment and went and hid from work last year and they're just all springing back. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, 
I don't think it matters who's in charge. You could have Mickey Mouse in charge and this would have ultimately happened. So, right. You know, hey, it's good for the economy. The The only caveat to it is, is buyer beware. It was a good jobs number. 850,000 jobs created looks super awesome. Um, but, you know, there's some fun caveats in there. It's kind of in the small print. You know, uh, 230,000 jobs created in the school systems. Well, that kind of happens over the summer. Hiring changes right. around, um, you know, and they're probably were laid off. So there's some things in there where you're like, yeah, the number was good. But hopefully over the next few months, this kind of a big number for monthly job creation on payrolls is just becomes the new normal. That would be awesome. Just expected, you know. People are spending a lot of money. GDP is booming. Life is good. So let me remove that. So another caveat thing, my brother. I hope he watches this show actually, because you know, after making me sad and making hair fall out and stuff like that <laughs> off my head, and after also years of abuse as a big brother to me, um, you know, the other thing he said was make sure that when you're done talking about the screens, turn them off. That way we can see Tana more no <laughs> it's kind of creepy the way he said it actually no that's not what we want to look like, at <laughs> and i was like what that? nick you can't do that he didn't say that and i said me let's see me let's see mike more exactly he misses his big brother anyways the um so that's where we're at how have you been tan i feel like uh, for the last 10 minutes i've been talking <laughs> you have Oh, sorry. Okay. No, but good. We had a great weekend. Beautiful weather. I'm enjoying being here in Ventura. So it is. It's yeah. you know, it, was, it was cold. My my wife and I were sitting out last night on the Fourth of July in our front yard while the kids are yeah. running wild, waiting for it to kind of get dark to see <laughs> which illegal fireworks would enter the skies. And um, it was cold. Yeah, I, mean, I, was, I was cold outside. It was crazy. Yeah, but, we were out in Fillmore, so it was a little warmer, I think, than what you guys were experiencing. But yeah. it was good. Yeah. Did you guys, were you guys able well, to light some sparkle? It was crazy. Well, I think a lot of people in that neighborhood that we were in have gone to Nevada and get those big, huge fireworks. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. So very entertaining. It's interesting that they're legal in Fillmore, but not Ventura when Fillmore's really kind right. of much more in the area of dry debris, you know, in the valleys yeah. and stuff. But I agree. What do I know? That's okay. The fire truck drove down our street, though. So I, I, you know, I don't know if someone called the cops on somebody, yeah, but it probably. was. I thought, I thought that was weird, you know. That's funny. No, <laughs> it's it a, a good... little street, and there's a big fire truck. <laughs> what I do? The, um, all right. So, what do you got for us? So, yeah, I found an article this weekend I wanted to share with you. I sent it to you, um, yeah. but it caught my eye. It's something that I've been taught in those classes, textbooks, and in all that I've studied. Over the years, it's that golden rule of a four percent uh, withdrawal 4%. rate. Four percent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, this article is about how you know following that four percent rule can be a little dangerous. You got to be careful <sighs> about relying on that. And there's several reasons which we I think should talk about. Do you remember when the four percent rule came out? Uh, in the nineties, right? Wait a second. Wait a second. Everyone, sit tight. Tana, say something genius for a minute. I'll be right back. <laughs> genius right now okay well anyway so that four percent rule has been kind of the golden rule again like i said um but it's based on using a conservative portfolio 
And of course, factoring in a cushion for like worst case scenario. Yes, I did. I'm still talking. Okay. So I thought this this was cool. So I ran away for a reason. And that's because we don't make this stuff up here at the Lynn group. We we live by it, right? We do. Can I, can we even see this? This is a poster that's in Tana's extra office. Uh, Hang on. Hang on. I got to find the the view. How's the view coming in? Okay. It's good. Yep. So there I was is. right. 1994. I was 94. right. Morning star <laughs> study. Perfect. It was, it was like, it was like a whole 12 pages long. It was such a big study. <laughs> All right. This is getting disastrous, but, but you bring up a good point, right? For, for years, financial planners yes. have used the 4% rule. Right. Where is it? It's right there on the poster. Everybody yes. can see it. 94. And what was the point of the 4% rule? Well, you know, taking in consideration a million dollars, if you, you know, taking into consideration also life expectancy. So being yeah. conservative and, you know, 4% withdrawal rate annually, uh, it should last you your lifetime. Right. So what's funny, though, on the 4% rule for Morningstar inside my poster here is what were interest rates like? Because remember, the whole point of this is to be conservative with your money right. and safe when you're retired. So the problem, though, with the 4% rule, the fallacy of it, things have changed. Right. Well, here, let me show you the poster again. What's the poster say now? 2.8%. Ooh, bummer. In 2013, so a whole lot of years later, mm-hmm. a whole lot of years later, they, they changed the rule. And they said, hey, we got a problem, Bob. 4% is too much. Why? Yeah. But why, Tana? Well, you got to factor in inflation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And life expectancy. So we are living longer. Yeah. The other thing, though, that's the fun fact, too, is so those are like the big picture ones, right? So since 94 to now, actually, in the last couple of years, this is the first time we've actually seen life expectancy ticking down. A lot of people would think it was the old COVID. It was actually opioids and car accidents have really uh, stifled people's ability to exist. Um. Obviously, inflation is an issue, right? Inflation is picking mm-hmm. back up again. We haven't had an inflation issue in a decade, and now all of a sudden we've got a healthy one. Um, but the biggest thing is, remember, like I don't know if you can see the small print on this article. Let me see if I can make this bigger. Whoops, what did I do? I made the wrong screen bigger. That was funny. <laughs> Hang on. There's a problem when you start messing with stuff here. So I don't know. In the small print, so 1994, safe rate of return, withdrawal rate off your portfolio, 4% off a conservative portfolio. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think means conservative? What, what I would say ideas? like CDs, bonds, uh, cash, money market uh-huh. instruments. Yeah. yeah. Maybe an old annuity or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So in the old days... What did a CD pay? Did it pay? Yeah, the other day we were looking at the Ventura County Credit Union uh, CDs, and they had like a, a twelve-month CD that paid like 03 percent. You're like, hallelujah, retirement, sign me up, right? Right. It, it just doesn't exist. Yeah. So, but the problem was, was thirty years ago, CD rates were probably seven, much higher, eight percent, ten percent. You go back into the eighties, they were twelve percent. Um, cost of living was huge because inflation was higher, but interest rates were higher. Bonds paid better rates. Mm -hmm. And what has happened in those years? What was happening with interest rates, for example, since 1994? Have they been going straight up or straight down? 
down. They've been going down a lot. Yeah. And that's actually been really good for conservative portfolios because uh, bonds, for example, have this weird inverse relationship that when interest rates fall, the Mm -hmm. value of the bond goes up. Right. And it's kind of like buying a classic car. You know, you want that 65 Malibu, you know, fire red. (laughs) And it's really expensive now because it's hard to find. So the problem was when interest rates are falling, those old bonds that had higher interest rates, people said, ooh. I wish I had one of those. And they say, you can, you just got to pay extra, bro. Right. And so because of that relationship, interest rates have fallen and it's really, really damaged this 4% rule thing. Mm -hmm. And this article is being a little kind about it, right? They're saying, I don't know, maybe 3%, 3 3.5%, something definitely less than where it even says here, still there may be others whom 3% is too low and, and (laughs) I don't want to be negative about dying poor, which the article says. Um, but going back to my poster, which I'm not going to waste everybody's time pulling up again, is back in 2013, Morningstar, the same outfit that done that 94 study, they came out and said, oh, man, mm-hmm. 4% doesn't really work well anymore. Um, we think it's 2.8%. Mm-hmm. We start doing the math, people. How much money do you have saved? If you only drew down 2.8%, um, you know, like in my own situation, I have $3 a month of income. And so what do you do? And what the article is getting into, I don't know, Tana, you want to get into what the article is getting into? Yeah. So I still really, on the show. Well, no, no, no. So it fell right along with what we are all about here, you know, with, um, making sure we delay social security, especially when we're creating that survivor benefit. Right. That was one of the big things on this article that they talked about. And it's smart, super smart, because you can get an annual increase of 8% per year if you delay your social security. That's huge. The best annuity to delay is to delay claiming social security. Right. Um, so that's an interesting point. I mean, Maybe the word annuity is also interesting because it says some annu- uh, advisors like annuities. Do you like annuities, Hannah? I well, not all annuities are created equal, so there um, are some that are better than others. Question. Yeah. So, <laughs> I feel but like fixed like an index, fixed index annuities, I feel, are very favorable. Okay. Uh, they create private pensions, um, and they have higher payouts uh, compared to variable annuities, and you're not tied directly to the stock market. So much more conservative, not a lot of risk. Totally true. And that's what's funny is I think that is such a misconception in the industry Mm -hmm. is there's so many different types of annuities and people kind of start adding these blanket statement thoughts that annuities are bad. Right. Well, honestly, some are bad. I don't agree at all. (laughs) The problem is there's some that are good. I will inherently own an annuity. I know at some point in my Mm -hmm. life, assuming that they're still comparable to what they are today, it doesn't mean things don't change. My mother owns two annuities. Your dad owns two annuities. Mm-hmm. Um, what's funny is my mom and your dad, we're going with this, they own two annuities in very different ways. They mm-hmm. each own one for like safe accumulation. So no fees, no cost, no drama, just trying right. to get a nice little rate of return. And then they both own another one to generate income, a pension, mm-hmm. a cash flow, what the whole point of an annuity and concept was all about. So yeah. annuities have their place. But like this article saying, that you you touched on a second ago, social security is an annuity. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. part of the concept of an yeah. annuity is, is how do I get income without outliving it? 
And so, okay, so what do people commonly do? I, Tana, I am 62. I just retired. They what run the, out. And what is the first start. thing I should do? No, well, what's the first thing I'm going to do? They run out and they get their social security started. That's true. They run and out and they take their social security. It's premature because you're going to get a lower amount and it's going to be locked in for the rest of your life. So you're really yeah, cheating right. yourself. Yeah. Okay, so I, I just ran out and took my early social security mm-hmm. with all my friends because <laughs> what do they say? Like 65% of people take it at 62. Yeah. So me and all my friends took it. Um, now I got this 401k. What should I do with my 401k? What am I going to well, do with it? Most people let that delay and just get, you know, bigger. Oh, yeah, and- my investment's growing, Tana. So <laughs> how dare you? But so will the, be the taxes on the other end when you start distributing them. And the IRS is going to require you to distribute them at 72. Yeah. So you can't get out of that either. Yeah. So there can be a snowball effect. Okay. So Tana's nailing it. And that's what the article was talking about. It is something that we talk about very commonly with a lot of our clients is we try to do things backwards. So commonly what most people do is they run out and they take their social security as soon as they can. They then delay their 401k, their IRA, as long as they can to 70, 72, whenever, when it's mandated to take out. And the problem with that is taxes. Mm-hmm. See, everybody thinks taxes are byproduct of playing. Well, you know, I got to pay taxes. Everyone's got to pay taxes. Well, not true. Half the country doesn't, but a uh, small side fact. <laughs> um, but what's interesting about that is when people think about it, taxes as a byproduct, they're really missing out on what, what should be happening. Tana, do you think taxes are going up or going down someday? Going up. Do you think inflation at this point is going up or going down someday? I would say go up. Right. It's probably going up. And so that's what's fascinating. Just just taxes in themselves become inflation adjustments. If you can find a way to maintain income, but lower your taxes, guess what? That's like protecting against inflation. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's like crazy. Exciting. (laughs) Um, So remember, in many states, in 27 states, Social Security is completely tax free. It doesn't even show up on your tax return. Mm -hmm. Tana, you pull money out of a 401k in a tax income tax state. Does it show up on your tax return? Yes, yeah, 100%. Old Callie here. Callie, we're rolling, rolling all your income onto your taxes, taxes. Right. Callie. So you've got all your taxes that show up from the 401k. Federal level is 100% of your social security taxed, Tana? No, no only it's not. up to 85%, but most people don't even Which, touch yeah. that. Right, which yeah. is a, yeah. a misleading thought in right? and of itself. How many clients do we have on Social Security pulling money out of a 401k, but because we do it correctly, they make sixty, seventy, eighty thousand right. dollars $80,000 a year completely tax-free. Yeah, absolutely. It's all on the game of delaying Social Security because it's tax-favorable. It's got a cost-of-living adjustment. It's got a government guarantee. Mm-hmm. And tapping your retirement assets early. Yeah, using absolutely. those retirement assets. I can show you in many respects how to have the exact same income, but mm-hmm. guess what? With lower taxes. But Tana, <laughs> I've paid into Social Security my whole life, and it, I'm entitled to that. Why would I wait? <sighs> right? I mean, how many times do we hear that from people? Oh, lots. You know, it's so funny. If anybody was bored enough to go pull their social security statement and look at the bottom of page two, at the bottom, it shows how much you paid into social security. And guess what? I bet most of you will be disappointed, (laughs) right? 
Wow, yeah. I didn't really pay in as much as I've no. I'd done. And um, you know, and to that point, Social security, if you can leverage it correctly, if you would like mm -hmm. to live a long time, if you want to accidentally live too long kind of stuff, this is a huge way to leverage your investment assets. I, mm -hmm. Let me, I'll pop the article back up because remember, it's not me. It's Financial Advisor Magazine. Remember, this is the magazine that trains advisors on what to do. It says tapping into retirement assets and delaying social security can result in an 8% increase in inflation indexed mm -hmm. social security benefits. Blah, 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 blah says use the taxable retirement account early, delay the social security, feel a little pain up front. But guess what? We know what tax rates are now. We don't know what they are in five or 10 years from now. Right. Um, and by doing that, you are going to benefit. Remember, the bigger your social security is, it still has an inflation adjustment on it. This coming January, we're looking at probably a five or six percent cost of living adjustment on social security. Mm-hmm. Don't you want those things working in your benefit? Absolutely. The government doesn't. They want you to take it at 62 because you know what? Hey, you go play the suckers game. That's fine. You know, nobody can figure out why the, the casinos and the buildings are so beautiful in Vegas. <laughs> right? House always wins. No, they get, well, it's just, I love, <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful here. It's incredible. No one can figure it out. Right. And so statistically, most people take social security at 62. Statistically, mm -hmm. it's something like less than 6% of people ever take it past 66. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. And Tana, you probably brought up a great point a minute ago, and that's the survivor benefit. Remember, yeah. if there's two people in a household, there's right. two checks. When someone goes bye-bye, there's only one check. You got to make sure that that one check it's is maxed the survivor out. benefit. It's maxed out. It's ready to take care of the survivor so that you don't accidentally right. um, you know, disenfranchise somebody of sorts. Yeah, no, good point. Ooh, this has been heavy. <laughs> <laughs> How did the uh, getting the poster thing work? Did that work? For yeah, that good. I'm, that was I'm good. Cur I'm curious about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to remember my brother. Take it off there. We're back and we're back. See, I'm learning. Oh, look, I can even zoom us up. I got all these like settings I can do here. I don't know what to do. I, I don't like to up, zoom. I got to pop up our banner for a second. We haven't used our banner in a while. There's our there's our. There's nice. our website, thelindgroup.com. You got our phone number, 805-500-7035. Remember, Tan and I, we do retirement income planning. We build cash flow plans. All of the stuff that we just talked about today, this is what we do for our clients. This is what we visualize in cash flow for them. If you have questions, if you have concerns, if you need to build your own cash flow, give us a call. It's on the screen if you're watching the show, 805-500-7035. Tana? Um, yes. You're skipping town this week back to old. Yeah, on ball. Sunday, I got to go back. So I guess um, I'll take the banner off. See? <laughs> um, so you'll be back to your other pretty screen and your normal microphone. Yes. But I'll okay. be back in the office probably in October. So. It's all right. It's all right. You know, time flies. Time flies when you're having fun. So, everybody, we appreciate it. We, uh, obviously appreciate all the feedback we yes. get and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. please don't hesitate to reach out if you have questions about the show, things that we can talk about. Obviously, mm -hmm. if you want to have a little consultation privately to talk about your own situation, this is why we're here. So everybody, uh, we're filming this on, on the 4th of July, number two, July 5th, <laughs> where, you know, it really speaks to how everybody still needs to make sure they get their day off. All right. Um, 
except me and Tana. So anyways, everyone have a great time. We'll be back soon. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lynn Group Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lynn Group, LLC. The Lynn Group, LLC and the Lynn Group Advisors, LLC are not affiliated companies. Lynn Group, LLC the Lynn Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.